Hello everyone and welcome back to season two of the Football Plug podcast. Matt, we've taken about five weeks out. Have you had a good time, mate? You've had a nice break? Oh, it's not been bad. I mean, I'm back at work now. Um, now lockdown part 74 has been lifted. But what about you? How's your five weeks off been? Yeah, pretty much the same, mate. Uh, as soon as we finished the podcast, got a new job. Work at a brewery now, uh, which is fun. Nice beer. Not free beer, unfortunately, but nice beer nevertheless. Yeah, pretty much been smashing that work, mate. But now that the Football Plug podcast is back, we're going to go full steam ahead into season two. Are you ready, Matt? I am so ready. Right, we're going to start this episode with a complete review of the entire Premier League season, breaking down every team's good points, their bad points, what they need to do to better their league position, or for the three teams that were relegated, maybe come back up to the Premier League. Without further ado, Matt, let's get cracking. Okay, then we're going to start from uh, the relegation spots. So in 20th place this season came Sheffield United. So I'm just going to run through um, a few points that I've got written down. Yep. Seven wins this season. Uh, and But this is where it gets ugly. Uh, 29 losses. Um, that's not ugly. And then it gets even uglier here. Minus 43 goal difference. They were so leaky this season. It's just I just felt like they had absolutely nothing at the back. And of course... Things didn't really go to plan when they lost Chris Wilder. Um, as we mentioned in, in season one, I think that was like episode three or four when, when this happened, we weren't necessarily on board with the idea of Chris Wilder going, but he did. So, you know, they got relegated. They were the first team to be relegated. They were relegated quite a while ago. What do you reckon's gone wrong, Matt? You mentioned back the defence. Also, going forward, horrendous. 20 goals. The whole season. Yeah, that's 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 not good. F- five so, goals in the first. Harry Kane scored three goal, three more goals than the entire Sheffield yeah. United team. Like five goals in the first twelve games. Just I know, I know they're they probably you don't look at them as a, an amazingly strong team, but last season, the last couple of seasons, they've not done too bad in the Premier League. But no. five goals in the opening twelve games just isn't good enough. Slow yeah. start. And it, didn't really pick up from there. I don't think they spent right in the summer, if anything. I don't think they... I don't think they spent at all, no, did they? Didn't got... they get Rian Brewster? What is that? They got yeah. last summer, wasn't it? They or was it this... even the summer before that? But they paid so much money for him. They, did pay... they paid like 20 million for, them, yeah. for, for him, didn't they? didn't even play for Liverpool, really. That's like mad Sheffield United money. But, uh, yeah, and what did he get? Like f- three goals this season or something like that? Maybe even three Premier League starts. He's... I never believed the Rian Brewster hype, and clearly neither did Jurgen Klopp, which is why he got rid of him. Yeah. Um, I think their issue now is their strongest players, obviously, like they normally do, are going to leave. People like they're not going to have Ramsdale next season. I no. don't think they're not going to have Sanderberg. He's been linked with all these thirty million moves across the Premier League and other yeah play teams like that. Um. They're going to lose all their strong players. And again, they're not going to have the money to spend to stay in the championship, which, as we know, is the hardest league to get out of. So I think they're going to yeah. be there for another five years, I reckon. Right, so obviously moving up from bottom of the table to our next relegated team, West Brom. Now, I mean, I think with West Brom, in my opinion, it was a little bit of too little too late. They Obviously, Sam took over. Agreed. They started getting some good results, grinding out. They gave the big boys a fight. I mean, I've got 
They drew against Chelsea this season, City, Liverpool, United. They beat Chelsea. So they were grinding beat out Chelsea these 5-2, weren't they? Yeah. That was a great game. But it was a little bit of too little too late. The start of the season did not go well at all for them. 3-0 to Leicester, 5-2 to Everton. 2-0 Southampton. They were getting they were just getting beaten left, right, and set. They got beaten by Fulham. Their first win came very late on in the season. It was I can't don't even know when it was. Well, I can tell you they only got five wins compared to Sheffield United's seven. Uh twenty two losses and, and similar to Sheffield United, a minus forty one goal difference, which is that's quite ugly. Yeah, you know, your minus forty threes, your minus forty ones. It's it's quite ugly. And when Big Sam Allardyce took over, we discussed that he'd never been relegated from the Premier League, and we thought, oh, look, he's come in. That's it. West Brom are safe, but unfortunately, they were not. I reckon West Brom will come back up because yeah. their team is actually Top quite quality. good. Like it is actually really quite good. Like Pereira. What well, I mean? I mean, he shouldn't this, really be at thing, West if they, Brom. If, if they can hold on to Pereira. For next season, I think they come back up. Yeah. Um, as long as they keep hold of Pereira and Sam Allardyce, they they need to keep Sam Allardyce. I think Sam's gone. I think, I think he said that he's going to go. I think it's coming out that he's going now. Ah, oh, then so, that's a little bit of a ball late for West Brom. I think yeah. that there there were their two chances to come back up to the Premier League would be keeping Big Sam and keeping Pereira. And do you know what? I'd probably throw in there Sam Johnston. I think he's been one of their standout performers this season. Yeah, 100%. But the the reason I didn't mention him is because, you know, a goalkeeper can only do so much. Yeah, yeah, Um, absolutely. Did he not get, like, the most saves in the Premier League or something like that? I think he is. That's that's because he's facing five times as many shots as Edison is facing. Um, So I think that's our review of West Brom. It's the same. It's a shame that Sam got relegated for the first time but we probably got to say their standout player was Pereira he's got that great free yeah. kick I can't remember who it was against but it was a fantastic free kick so moving to 18th place in the Premier League was full of ham full of ham with 5 wins 20 losses and a minus 26 goal difference. so not quite as leaky but Scott Parker's men were still quite leaky they're a proper yo-yo club. They're like up yeah. and down, up and down. It's like they're too good for the championship, but not good enough for the Premier League. Remember that season where they spent pretty much all of their promotion money on players and they went straight back down the next yeah. season? Um, they bought like Schurler, didn't they? Remember they bought so many players. Oh, it was crazy. I don't feel like they need to do that again because, I, again, I, I feel the team is quite good. I just think... Should Scott Parker stay there? Because, you know, he's in contention for the Spurs job as well. Yeah. Not that getting relegated <laughs> means that you get to take on, you know, top six club. Um, seems a little bit unfair on anybody else going for the job. I think if Scott Parker stays there, I think they'll be back next year. Yeah. And they really, really need to do something in next season's summer transfer window to keep them in the Premier League they need to buy a goal scorer yeah um, a, a defender. because the, the thing is with Fulham yeah I mean I don't know I don't mind their defence was it is it that like Anderson they've got a centre back and Anderson they've got Tim Ream back there Joe Bryan yeah Joe Bryan they're, they're good players but yeah I suppose they need 
like a, a proven a pro, do you know what a leader Phil Jones do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. not amazing yeah, no. but a proven Premier League centre back that at Fulham probably do a half decent job and then they they need a striker as well that will score yeah. them goals uh, what's the is it is it Mitrovic so they, yeah, Mitrovic, who actually didn't Mitrovic play as is much good. as I thought he would this season. I don't know if that was no. Down it's because he's injured. Injury. He's been injured. So so if Mitrovic is exactly the kind of player I I mean, yeah, but just minus the injuries. I think and getting back, I don't know if remember, you remember when they were like a consistent Premier League team. I feel like they were a bit of a Stoke team. You used to go there and think, oh, I'm going to get bullied. Big strong players, massive. They, you know, you're going to get knocked about at Fulham. Yeah. Because who was that? Is it Breda Hangeland in defence? Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone like that. And going forward, like Mitrovic has that about him. But obviously he was injured and couldn't be using that. I think they need that fear factor back of, oh, I don't want to go and play them and get bullied around anymore. All right, then. 17th place. Burnley. Um, Not a bad season from Burnley. Obviously, you don't really want to be sitting just above the drop zone. Mm -hmm. Have they were 11 points clear? of the drop zone that's a fair few you know that's that's pretty safe yeah. um big sean dyche let's be honest he's had better seasons i think last year was a better season and the year before that was a better season yeah um they just didn't win many games this year bernie they they drew so many games or conceded late in so many games um and like many teams, Burnley were hit with a hell of a lot of injuries. I can't remember many games where Wood and Barnes played together up top the way that they do because Barnes would be injured, then Chris Wood was injured, and then and then it, you know everyone yeah. was just getting injured. But you gotta say their their top goal scorer, Chris Wood, is probably their player of the season, yeah. he- along with. Tarkovsky and Nick Pope, I suppose. There's three there you could look at. Um, Unfortunately, Nick Pope now no longer in contention for the Euros because he's having some minor surgery on his knee, I think. Is that right? So, I don't know. I I think for Burnley, it's a very meh season, if you know what I mean. You know, Burnley aren't really a spend, spend, spend club, but maybe look at the loan market, get a... Anguissa. Get Anguissa from, you know, get him on loan for a season. Get a little bit of solidity and a little bit of flair in there and... Because let's be honest, Burnley is boring, boring football. Sometimes it works, but the majority of the time, it is boring, boring yep. football. And I just feel like if you want to be any higher than 17th, it needs to change. Now we're going down south, up, but up to 16th, if you get me. We're going down to Brighton. They were re- I feel like they were really good going forward this season. <clears throat> they were and electric going forward. It's the other end. But I also feel like their main problem was there was not enough strength in depth in their squad. Because yeah. I look at their starting eleven, and I'm actually I look at it and think, oh, actually, decent squad. It is, isn't it? It's a half decent squad. But you take someone like out of their defence, say for instance, take out Lewis Dunk. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't fear that team anymore. <clears throat> no, no, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell you who they'd replace Lewis Dunk with. No, I mean they they they'd move that. Seven foot seventeen, Dan Byrne from left back into centre back. Yeah, in. yeah. I mean, like they've got Veltman and Ben White, but then I wouldn't, I wouldn't fear them. I would be a bit like, oh, okay. Midfielders, they've got a decent midfield. To be fair, Lalana, proven yeah. player. 
that Basuma, great, great player. So they, had, I think they had a decent season. I think someone they've also got to look at it like they had Tyreek Lamptey come out of nowhere. Yeah. So he's been good for them, but I think they need to build up some strength in their depth of their squad, and yeah. maybe something up top because Danny Welbeck isn't your answer to no. staying in the City League next season. No, maybe someone like David McGoldrick from relegated yeah. Sheffield United is a big centre forward that quick little Aaron Connolly and Neil Morpé can run off. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Graham Potter, you can have that idea, mate. You can absolutely have that idea. <laughs> I do honestly feel that Brighton have been very unlucky this season in some of the results. Was that one game where I can't? It wasn't that long ago, but I think Morpé hit the crossbar and the post like combined five times in one game, mm. and he got a goal ruled out by VAR. That that game against Manchester United where uh, we got a penalty after the whistle had blown. Is that the one that finished three two? Yeah, yeah. And Fernandez put that penalty away. You know things like that. They've yeah. been very like just flat out unlucky this season. So I guess you could put that down to their finishing 16th. But but is that where Brighton should be in the Premier League? Are they the 16th best team? Probably. I, I would probably say probably. the thing, And that's the problem as well. Right? We look at these bot teams down here and we're like, wasn't a good season. But for a team like, I feel like Brighton, their probably first and foremost aim is don't get relegated. So if anything, they're probably looking at it and going, actually, we're happy with it. If I was a Brighton yeah. fan, I'd probably be happy. All right, then sticking down on the south coast to 15th place, Southampton. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is Southampton definitely aren't the 15th best team no. in the league. They should be in the top 10. They really have got quite a good team. Yep. When you look at it on paper, you know, Ings and Ward-Prowse and there's really... Che Adams, there is really good players there Theo Walcott so for me that means that's a bad season yeah personally I mean when you look at the 9-0 thrashing oh, we, we said that we spoke about this didn't we like how can one manager survive two 9-0 defeats in consecutive seasons and still have their job yeah it's crazy I mean I, I think they're too reliant I know obviously you look at a, Teams like Tottenham are reliant on Harry Kane. Harry Kane is one of the top two strikers in the world after Lewandowski. Strikers, we're talking. Danny Ings is an incredible striker. Probably I'll put him up there in the top 20, 30 strikers in the world. Something like that. But you can't rely on him week in and week out. Yeah. All the time. I don't think he's got anyone behind him who could take the reins. I I like Che Adams, but I don't think he's can take the yeah, reins of him. That time where uh, Ings was injured this season and Shea Adams got like four or five starts in a row, he got like two or three goals. Like He, he played he played all right, but um, he isn't as clinical as Danny Ings. Danny Ings is a great finisher. Yeah, absolutely. And behind him, I just I think a shout-out needs to go to Ward-Prowse. So just, I saw a stat yesterday. He's such a baller. He is the first player in the Premier League to play yeah, two consecutive seasons and play every single minute of those two seasons. That's mad, isn't it? That's that mad. That's it's tank. no, that's no, uh, that's no stretch on that, um, 
Is it that athletic Bilbao player, Naki Williams? I was played that every minute for like the last like, 74 years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think he's yeah. played every single league game for like six years. Yeah. Which is, and he's not missed a minute. That is mental. That is athleticism at its finest. Um, so I think we're both both agreed that Southampton have had a poor season, actually. Other than the three relegated teams, which obviously you get relegated, it's a poor season. Southampton would be the first team that we think, actually, that's a poor season. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, then, sticking down south again, but not quite on the coast. We're going to move just a little bit up the M23 um, to Crystal Palace. Uh, again, I reckon that is exactly where Crystal Palace Palace sit. Literally, my note after in Crystal 14th. Palace, it just says normal season. <laughs> it's just a very average season of an underperforming Wilfred Zaha. Maybe he's not as good as we think he is. I think he's a good player. I definitely think he's a good player. But I don't think... Like he obviously showed at United. I think if he goes to that big club, he's not going to be the main man. And I feel like he needs to be the main man. Exactly, exactly. You know, you sort of. I know uh, Zaha's a bit older, but you would compare him. Say, let's talk about Man United. You, he's most comparable to either Rashford or Greenwood. Yeah. And for me, already both of those two are streets and leagues ahead of him. He doesn't make this. Yeah. He's League Two, and they're like Champions League level. It's 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 a shame because. Zaha works hard, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I feel like he's like a lot of players who are the talisman for their team. People are like, this season, you've seen a lot with Salah and Fernandez. When it doesn't go their way, they throw a little strop on the pitch. And I feel like that yeah. is a bit of Zaha. If it doesn't it, go his way, is, he'll throw a little is. strop. But, but, I mean, I wouldn't want the job of trying to carry a boring, boring Crystal Palace team. No. In all fairness. Right. We're getting into the. Uh, bit more interesting part of the table now the mid table into 13th place and we have wolves what is the wolves season in my opinion was it a bad season finishing 13th 13th. is that 13th right let's let's look at it in in two different ways no Raul Jimenez that's so 13th is okay I guess without your leading man your goal scorer your captain your do you know what I mean yeah however and they obviously they lost Diego Jota, but the team is still really good. It's their team is full of internationals. I think what their problem was it is, isn't it? Their problem wasn't even this season. I think they came up to the Premier League and set themselves this bar that was so high, like straight <laughs> yeah. into Europe and stuff like that. They set themselves a big old task. So really, yeah. I think so really, is this their actual league position? Mid table, or, I feel or like can we not really judge? Do we need to wait? For next year, for Jimenez to come back, yeah, I, th- I, th- I, th- I do think my personal opinion, even without Jimenez, they're a top ten team. I think they could do tenth. I think they could be in tenth. Yeah, and I, I think do. that's where they need to be looking next season. All right, then moving up in the UK to Newcastle. I've put not bad, super boring football. And that's all I've written. I think there's a, I think there's a little bit of a striker issue going on. At- Newcastle, right? So, yes, they got 46 goals. Not horrendous, but I look at their strikers. Andy Carroll, he's not going to get you the goals anymore. 
Joel Linton came into the Newcastle squad last year thinking, okay, he had a great season in the Bundesliga. He's going to be great. He's not going to get you the goals. Dwight Gale, amazing in the championship. Callum yeah, Wilson, not quite a Premier League player. I'm not sure Callum Wilson is your world-class striker that you need. In the I think League. Callum Wilson is the striker for Newcastle. He just needs to be fit, which was his problem at, at Bournemouth. He yeah. was just so inconsistent. So, well, so then I guess you're right. Maybe he's not the world-class striker you need because you need him to be fit all the time. Because uh, they've, they've got a lot of creativity in their squad. They've got Alanson Maximum. They've got Almiron. Obviously Great player, had, that St. Maximum. Oh, yeah. They've had Willock. Like John Joe Shelby's still there, still there. One of yeah, their I, big players. I like John Joe Shelby. I so think he's a good player. They've got that midfield. It's just that finishing at the, up the up top. It's something, some a little spark missing. They're missing Again. a player of quality of like Danny Ying. I know Danny Ying probably wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably Southampton, Newcastle on par, but they're missing someone of that quality. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And and I think they need to change managers as well. That that football. God, it makes me want to go to bed. It's that boring. It is so boring. It's literally, the life is being sucked out of me when I watch Newcastle play. All right, they're narrowly missing out on the top 10 uh, was Dean Smith's Aston Villa. One thing I like to point out, even at 11th place, a positive goal difference, plus nine. So that's that's good. That's very good from Dean Smith. Um, Starman, I think it's easy to work out. And it's not Jack Grealish. In my opinion, it's Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins. 14 league goals in his first Premier League season. Now, that ain't bad. Right, so I'm going to take it back even back a bit from you saying good. I think Villa had an incredible season. From last year, scraping into the Premier League on the last <laughs> ever season, <laughs> yeah. to all of a sudden, start this... I mean, the first half, even probably first three quarters of this season, they had a European spot. They certainly did. Like, from that relegation fight to Europe, I think it's a shame Jack Grealish got injured. I think that probably would have maybe even got them into the top half yeah, of the season. Yeah, so, so, so maybe you're right. Maybe it's a very good season because had Grealish have stayed fit for yeah. those two or three months, goodness knows whether they could be in like eighth, seventh or eighth or something like that. Yeah, I mean, coming off the back of last season, the first four games they've won four, 12 goals in their first four, and that's when they got their 7-2 win over Liverpool, the champions of the league. I'm like, this this squad, I don't know what happened in the summer during pre-season, but they obviously got a big old talking to, pulled their fingers out, and ended up this way. Because I don't mean, they didn't really spend a lot of money in the mm, summer. Ollie Watkins was 30 million. But other than him, they got Ross Barkley on loan, which I think he worked really well for them. They didn't spend masses yeah, and masses. I, I suppose you're right. It's, so it's, it's a pretty similar squad to last year. And where they spent, they spent well. Yeah. 30 million, what, 28 million on Ollie Watkins, and he got you 14 goals and like three assists. Yeah, you, there's not, you know, I like that. Um, I, oh, oh, and all, it's not just Ollie Watkins, they, they've got brilliant players everywhere. Matty Cash, and who's the left back? Left back, target. Target, Matt Target, he's brilliant. Uh, um, the the left winger, uh, Traore. Yep. Yep. Um, they got Traore. They got. They've also got um, El Ghazi. in there. El Ghazi's in there. He's really good players. Like they work so hard. Concert, Ezra Concert. 
Emiliano Martinez. Like, come on. They've got a great team. And I think with a fully fit Jack Grealish next season, they want to be looking at at least that European Conference League position, yeah. that, that, eight, that seventh spot. I think that's, that's where they could be. All right, then. And in 10th place, just making it into the top 10, is Carlo Ancelotti's Everton. Matt, go. Bad season, in my opinion. I think at the start of the season, they were top of the table, thinking they were going to win the league. All of a sudden, slipped away, finishing in 10th place, even below a poor Tottenham, a poor Arsenal team. I think they. I, I don't think... I think they'll be upset yeah. with that. Start- I think you're right. It started well, and it didn't finish very well. I mean, they lost... You know, Alan got injured. Rodriguez, <laughs> Rodriguez. got injured. Uh, Richarlison, he got an injury as well, didn't he? Yeah. I think. Um, however, they will be better next year when yep. everyone's fit. There's no doubt about that. They, they Everton should be pushing for a Europa League spot, in my At opinion. At least, yeah. Um, and with Dominic Calvert-Lewin with 16 goals this season, clearly their standout player. Yeah, agree I agree. I don't really have much more to say about that. I just think it's been a little poor from Everton, um, up and down. If they keep it mostly up next season, they'll be in the better league yeah. position. Simple. Game, game management. That's all that I think that's the answer there for them. Right. On to, one, I think, one of the biggest surprises of the season, and that's Leeds finishing in ninth place. I think that's way above where they should be at the minute. I think that's been a great season for them. 100%. But is it is it well above where they should be? Because when you look at their team, it's great. Yeah, no. And you look at their manager, he's very good. And when you've got one of the most clinical English strikers up top, good old oh, absolutely. Patty B, 17 goals. Yeah. 17 goals. I mean, I've written down, you know, Bamford's 17 goals. But then I've, I've put that their player of the season is that Rafinha. Yeah. My God, he is so good. Rapid, gets goals, assists. Jack no Harrison fear. is brilliant. What? Yeah, I think Harrison. I'm sure I've read that Harrison's got the most goals in a, goals uh, involvement out of any English midfielder in the wow. league. That is impressive. Yeah. So I think you know, hats off to Marcelo Bielsa and the Bielsa boys. I think they need to Great add first season. Just need to add they, it to their strength now, and I think yeah, that can yeah, maintain. Yeah. yeah, you know, lay off the injuries. Hopefully, keep Calvin Phillips, keep Bamford injury free, and they'll be just fine. Uh, Ian Melier. Yep. Great in goal. Fantastic goalkeeper. Uh, you know, I'm excited to watch Leeds again next season. Um, hopefully they kick on and progress and, and don't, you know, like fall back to a, a mean median and sort of slip down to 13-14. Let's hope they, they push on. Right then, Matt. A team close to your heart. Eighth place. The mighty slash not so mighty Gunners. Do you want Talk me to, to me. just I, reel, reel it off? I, I'll go first, mate. Yeah. I'll go first. So I put not good. Disappointing, should obviously be in the top six. However, Pepe is going to be a player to look out for next season, I think. The final few games of this season, Pepe has been on fire. Yep. Right, so, I've obviously got to stick up for my my club. We all know they had a poor start. After the last 24 games of the season, Arsenal would have finished third. It's clearly a horrendous start to those opening 14 games. Yeah, I think the problem is we've got no captain. Well, we've got a captain, but he's not got the band. Aubameyang's not our captain. Yeah, he's he's not a captain. I no. think we spoke about this before, haven't we? Yeah. 
However, right, you can say what everyone can say what they want about this, but I'm sure if they were in our position, they would be rooting for it. We won a trophy this season, Community Shield. I know it's a pre-season trophy, but it counts. It's a toward, trophy. It's not. It doesn't go like all those like the Emirates Cup over the pre-season doesn't count towards your trophies. Community Shield counts towards your trophies. Yeah, I think our defence, which was the problem for so many years, we conceded 39 goals, which was I think it was the third best in the league. So something's been done there. Our problem this time, which hasn't been a problem for years, is the mid creativity in midfield and going forward. Mm. Like there's no build up. Obviously, having Erdegaard came in in January, he played well. We did well against some of the big clubs. Beat Chelsea twice. Drew with United. Beat Leicester three one. Beat Tottenham. So he's there's something to build on, but like I said, we know it was a poor season. But was it? In my right, thinking about this, can they finish yeah. above City? No. United? No. Liverpool? No. Chelsea? No. Leicester? Probably put them on par at the minute. West Ham just had an incredible season. Yeah. Tottenham. I think they're on par. When Harry Kane goes, yeah. you're, you're, you're well above. Yeah, at the minute. You're they're well probably on par at the minute. And I think actually missing... Obviously, being in an extra European trophy is amazing. If we got into that, the... Um, was it Conference League? It'd be amazing. It's another trophy to compete for. But next season, not being in Europe, we can build from and it could be a good season for us. So hopefully onwards and upwards. But that's my rant about that. Yeah, I, I agree with most of that. I would say when you said, is it a bad season? I would say, yes, it's a, it's a, it is a really bad season for Arsenal. It's really bad. Um, it's, it's eighth place. You yeah. know, that's not Arsenal. Arsenal used to be, you know, it used to be Liverpool, United, Arsenal, yeah. Chelsea, top four, you know, when Always. City weren't a, a thing. You know, you should be in the top four every season, I think. Your defence was meh, your midfield was meh, and until the end of the season, your attack was meh. Aubameyang did not turn up this season. Lacazette didn't really turn up this season. Martinelli, Martin Never who... played. Didn't even, um, I think that's his problem. He won't even give it Pepe, a Pepe, however... Is looking all right now. I think that's he what... has got when he hits it well. He's got a left foot on him, yeah. and I think he is going to be dangerous next year. I think that's what we need to look forward for: is Pepe coming out good at the end of the season. And another two positives, obviously Saka and Tierney. But I also think Emil Smith Rowe coming through this season is a really good positive for yeah, us going forward. Definitely. Obviously, you lost Danny Ceballos. He's not coming back. Good. Um, I thought it was okay. Awful. I thought it was okay. He cost us so many big games. He cost us Europa League. Um, like I final. don't think. That uh, boss man in midfield is all he's cracked up to be. Um, Partey. Sign from Atletico. Partey, yeah. Very average. Very See, I, not I keep good saying enough. this, but a lot of my Arsenal friends are like, no, he's going to come good. I'm like, he costs us nah. 45 million. Banging shots, yeah. miles over the bar. He, yeah, he's, yeah. He hasn't yeah. settled in very well, but hopefully next So season. that's that's Arsenal. We'll yeah. say it's not a good season. You've got, you've got to give them a 5 out of 10 for this season, really, haven't you? I think... It, the only thing they could scrape is a five and a half because they won a trophy. But the, other yeah. than that, yeah. Yeah, true. Right then, seventh position, uh, also in London, the Tottenham Hotspur. Another one close I to thought this half. season, up and down, for me, the squad that they have, like when you look at it on paper, that's a top three squad. But they're in seventh. Right. Um, and obviously the big talking point, it's all over. Harry Kane's going... For me, that's the end of Tottenham. <laughs> that's the end of Tottenham. I'm going to throw a th- few things at you and tell me what you think. Obviously, that I'm a bit bitter because it's them. 
I think they had a worse season than Arsenal did. And the reason for this is because... Um, the league position uh, suggests otherwise. However, think of it like this. Two seasons ago, Champions League final. Last season, Europa League. And now they're finishing in seventh. I think that's horrendous. To go from Champions League finalists to n- not even in the Europa League within two seasons is a poor showing. You sack your manager three days before a, a cup final. You throw away a 2-0 lead in the Europa League. Mm. You waste a lot of money on Gareth Bale, which you, for some reason, I don't know why he did that. Defence is poor. Loris is poor. You can't always rely on Kane. I and think, now he's gone. Yeah, I think. Or, or going. And I, Kane's obviously their standout this season. I think they're lucky if they didn't have Hoiberg in that midfield. I think they would have been absolutely yeah, Hoiberg is good. Dominated. I like Hoiberg. Although, on the Gareth Bale thing, you see he's got the best minutes per goal of anyone this season. He scores a goal, uh, averagely every eighty-one minutes. I just don't know. I just I think it was a waste of money for them. I I don't. I I think. He's got like eight goals in ten games, and some of those have been off the bench. I, I I don't think that's too bad, but how much of that is down to Harry Kane again? How much does Harry Son. Kane create? You see that um that goal that he scored, you know, on the final day, his yeah. second one. Uh, the reason he scored that is because Harry Kane made a run and it dragged two defenders quite literally out of Bale's way, and it, all he had to do was just slot it home. Yeah. So you know. I think that's all we can say about Tottenham. And if Harry Kane should go, when he goes, it's game over. I think we are now going to another massive surprise in West Ham United. And literally next to my note, I've got nothing to be said. I don't I don't even think there needs to be a discussion. Nope. Amazing. It, I, I put exceptional. Europa League football. Declan Rice is the best player in the entire world. Um that's it I love Declan Rice <laughs> so much I think he's so good and I would give both of my testicles to have him at Manchester United I, I, I've actually I would give all three of my testicles <laughs> to have Declan Rice at Manchester United I've got an apology all four though. of them apology for United fans with West Ham getting the Europa League I mean, you're going to have to wait another season for him I I, I think if we offer £100 million I think that's going to turn some heads yeah, we turn mine because I go, why are you paying that much for it? I wouldn't pay because he's mil. that good. He's so good. I'd give it. I'd pay. I'd pay seventy mil. Hundreds a lot. But anyway, he's a great player, no doubt about it. He's a it. great player. Um, Lingard also. Jesse Lingard, awesome. I, 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 I still hate him because it's Jesse Lingard. But there's no but doubt. He, he's just, <laughs> there's no doubt he turned that squad. You as know well. when he when he played for Man United and he played really well, you'd be like, oh my god, Jesse Lingard's such a good player. And then he had that patch where he didn't play for Man United, yeah. and you thought, oh, actually, Jesse Lingard's not that good. And now that he's back playing again, you're like, oh no, actually, he's a great player. He's yeah. really good at football. I think David yeah, Moyes, think, though, coming back, obviously when yeah. he was there, it was really not good for him. So coming back and doing that, he's done a great no, job. Um, he's done an unbelievable job. Jared Bowen, Pablo Fornaus, it's all, all just Unsung great hero, Mikel Antonio, always yeah. at the top. I know he doesn't, he scores goals, not as many as he probably should as a striker, but he creates so much space and creativity. He does. He is really, really good. Fifth place, Leicester City, Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City. First of all, FA Cup winners. Wow. Unbelievable. Surprise. Big Superb surprise. stuff from from uh, Brendan Rodgers. 
and they just missed out on top four. Um, I think it's, it's like by one point. Yeah. And it actually, I mean, if they're on level on points, Chelsea still had a better goal difference by like three. Yeah. But I'm going to say they still just missed out on top four, which would have made a fantastic season even better. Now, I think we can both agree that their unsung hero of this season is Mr. Kelechi Iheanacho. It's got to be. I don't know if he's unsung. My my unsung would have been Yuri Tiemann. Casper? Oh, yeah. Well, I no, actually, I wouldn't I say unsung because I sung his praises oh. so many times when, maybe, we played, when he played against Man United. Maybe we're all the problem and that they should all be sung. And the only one we yeah. always sing about is everyone goes, Jamie Vardy, Jamie Vardy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was that good this no. season. The really? Only, the only heroes are Ian James Asher. Madison, not really that no. good this season. But also uh, as well. Timothy Castagna. There's so many good players there. Johnny yeah. Evans. One of the players of the season. I think one of the top defenders of the season. Indeedy. Fafana. Fafana. Wow. God, there's so many good players. Yeah. Just- Justin. Yeah. Is it James Justin? No. Something Justin. That young kid he right back. Who's, James Justin, is it? He's got that absolute worldie yeah. against Manchester United. Yeah. Um, yeah. Incredible. Again. Nothing much to say about Leicester. Brilliant. One of the teams. Can, they, can they keep it? The same intensity for next season? I'm not sure. Um, I'm going we'll to say something. We'll have to see, I guess. They are a top six team. They are, aren't they? I think. Who, who, do, they, who do they take the place of? Tottenham? Arsenal. Arsenal? Yeah. Right now? Well, I, yeah, I think right now, now that Kane's gone, yeah. they take the place of Ars- uh, of Tottenham. Maybe it's only a top five. Ooh. Ooh. All right, then. In at fourth, Thomas Tuchel's slash partly Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Now, quick season in review, when Frank Lampard went, we were going, oh no, this is the wrong choice, this is the wrong choice. And now that Thomas Tuchel is coming, I've never seen a better choice made. Um, Frank Lampard was out of his depth. Yeah. Thomas Tuchel is like a big guy in a little paddling pool. He's so far in his depth. And again, there's not much to be said about Chelsea. It's been good. Unfortunately, they lost the FA Cup final. They do have the champion. They could win I, the I, Champions, I the League, Champions League, League at the weekend. Defines their season. I think if they don't win it, you could probably say it's not been a great season. It's a little dis- Yeah, two final losses, I suppose, yeah. is a little disappointing. And fourth place, because obviously they've now got to play playoff rounds in the Champions League to get yeah. in. So I'd probably say that defines it. But like you said, Tuchel's been amazing. And actually, I'd like However, to- give them a full season next season. Yeah. It's going to be scary. Chelsea are going to be scary good. Let's move on to third place, which, of course, is Liverpool. Now, how Liverpool have ended up in third place, I will never no. know. With the injuries they've had, the relative, if you actually look at it, if you take their league position out of it, the poor season that they've it, had. It has been a poor season. And the thing is, like we've, we've said with a lot of the lower league teams, for them to stay up, they need to have strength in depth. For Liverpool to compete, they need to have strength in depth. You can't go around anymore blaming Pickford for Van Dyke's injury and Joe Gomez, all these different injuries. You can't blame blame the injuries for them not finishing top of the table. Your strength in depth is clearly not there and that's something you need to work on and stop putting excuse on injuries because we've all had injuries this season. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, admittedly, yes. Liverpool have had injuries to their first to centre-backs. I, I appreciate that, but you do need to have something better than Nat Phillips and Chris Williams or whatever his name is um, as your second-choice centre-backs. Otherwise, yeah, it's, it's not going to go too well. But third, 
Yeah, they, it's, it's, they got third. European football, Champions League football. That's something they need to look on. at as a positive. We're obviously criticising them for finishing third. To be criticising finishing third is is obviously something yeah, That's special. not bad, is it? Like, yeah. And I'm sure we'd say the same if it was City. If you finish in third, it's not been a good season. But finishing yeah. third is, is incredible for is anyone. I'd, I'd be happy with that any day. And obviously, you know, he's not made it into any team of the seasons or anything like that. But you still got to say their best player has been Salah. Oh, 100% Mo Salah. I mean, second, second in goals. He he is like as everyone says, he is a victim of his own success. Yeah, people say he's not had the greatest season. He's the second highest goal scorer. Yeah, he's got twenty two goals this season, which is exceptional. He does it season in season out. He's a he's a he's a world class player. Yeah, he might be a bit stroppy, but he is a world class player. Next season, Firmino needs to be better. Mane needs to be better. Thiago, I think, will be better. Yeah, he's starting to show it a little bit. Um. So, yeah, I'd be exciting to watch Liverpool again next season. Right, Jack. We've arrived at the top two. Now, and it's your team, United. How do you feel? Um, Like we're saying, with Liverpool, disappointed to be finishing third. I'm disappointed to be finishing second, actually. Because there was that time of the season where we were top. And had we not have had so many silly games where we... That one where we lost against Sheffield United, where we drew in the final final minute against Everton, the the draw against Liverpool. There's so been so many draws. We've not lost. We've lost, you know, the the joint least amount of games with Man City at, at six, um, or it might have been seven. Oh, we might have lost one more actually. I can't remember. Um, but you know, we're right up there with the least amount of games lost. But uh, we probably got the most draws of anyone. It's Ridiculous the amount of points that we let slip. There was one, yeah, two um, teams drew more. It's oh, that's so frustrating, and they are lost points. And if you if you get back all those points that we lost, we would have been right up there and pushing for the title with Manchester City. It's something to build on for United, though. I think hundred percent. Yeah, I, you know, I can't, I can't complain. It has been a better season than some of the past seasons. However, if we don't win the Europa League tonight. It's not a successful season. What 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 does second mean? What does second mean, Matt? It, it means, means nothing. It's it's best of the losers. Yeah, best of Manchester the losers. United. It should be titles or nothing. Yeah. Titles or or it's not successful. So if we don't win the Europa League, it's an unsuccessful season, and people will start looking at Oli in a bad way again, which is a shame. Player of the season, no doubt. 48, 49 goals and assists. It's got to be Bruno Fernandes. With close competition. Would you say it's close between him and Maguire or is it leaps and bounds? Uh, yes, it is. I I think it is, yeah. I think um, the reason is that these past few games that we've lost, Maguire's not been playing. Yeah. And it's not hard to work out that there's a correlation there, is there? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that is my review of Manchester United. Uh, season signings. Uh, we need to send it back. We need Declan Rice and we need Jaden Sancho. Thank you very much and good night. All right, it sickens me to say the first place, Manchester City. I've put in inverted commas while being sick down the toilet. Exceptional all year. Boring, boring, boring. Top players, Fernandinho and Ruben Diaz. Yeah, boring, boring, boring. I'm going to stop talking about Manchester City I've now. just put, wow. Honestly, what a season they've had. 
or and and still having because <laughs> they can still get the Champions League, which is crazy. I just don't even know where to start with them. I, it is one of those things where it's like, what what do you say about them anymore? What what can you say? Yeah, I don't know. They are just so good, and if they win the the Champions League, I I will be so so very ill. I think is I don't think anyone can sit here and say that they they shouldn't be top. And no, 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 no. You know, Manchester United could have challenged them, but they, sh- they you know they are still worthy winners. Yeah, just look at Easily. that squad though, and oh, De Bruyne, Foden. Diaz, Cancelo, Ed, oh, you could just go on and on and <laughs> it's on. It's crazy. Now I'd rather not go on and on because it makes me feel ill. Um, but Aguero, going, unbelievable. They're going to need to do strength in their butt. What a way to Are finish. Are they though? Are they? Because Aguero didn't play. They didn't play over striker. Yeah, and they still won the league with a false <laughs> nine. I don't think they need to. Pep's just a genius. <laughs> All right then, that's enough talk about Manchester City. Can I, um, hang on, before, we stop, before we stop with this. Jack, oh into the microphone, please say, congratulations, Manchester City. Congratulations, Manchester Oh, sorry, I broke up a little bit there, mate. Sorry. All right, then, mate. To wrap up the first episode back, we are going to quickly run through our team of the seasons and then decide a player of the season. And then we will wrap up the episode and be back next week for episode two. So without further ado, mate. Chuck me a goalkeeper. Martinez. Okay, I've gone for Edison. Quite I, simply, he won the league. He got the most clean sheets. Therefore, he's got to be the goalkeeper of the season. I was very stuck with these two. I was very much like, Edison got the most clean sheets. But then for me, I was like, I'm going to give it to Martinez just because he hasn't played any football pretty much over the last 10 years. He's come into this squad. He's changed their defence and been amazing for Villa. And I feel like... What City have done and won the league is kind of what Villa have done, gone from bottom to mid-table. So that's why I've given it to Martinez. Okay, I think I guess we'll agree to disagree there. Yep. Uh, right back. Cancelo. I've gone Walker slash Cancelo. I couldn't decide. So, yep, either yep. one of the two City right backs. Uh, first centre-back. Well, I guess we'll stick with the Manchester City theme while Diaz. we're here. Diaz. Easy. Yep. Other centre-back. I've gone Maguire. I've gone Fafana. Okay, um, no, I think you're wrong there. Uh, Manchester United finished second. Maguire's got the most clean sheets. Um, so I, th- I think that's a dead cert. I don't Fafana's know. good, but I think Maguire's just on another level. My thing with Fafana, he's so young and come from this French club for barely any money and completely dominated their defence. He's gone leaps and bounds above a Soyuncu, Evans, and he's got Le- Leicester competing for third place but Maguire I, I yes. personally think you know Maguire could single-handedly I know he's not playing in the final but he's got Manchester United to a European final he and Bruno Fernandes have got them into second for me that second centre-back spot has got to be Harry Maguire I'll let you have it I'll let you have that one thank you left back sure again Luke Shaw yeah, yeah easy closely followed by Chilwell um, I think Chilwell's had a good season he's a yeah. good player Andy Robertson's been a bit quiet at that left back, so I think I think we'll give it to Shaw. Incredible, this yeah, hundred percent. Uh, so three in the midfield. Give me one of your midfielders, Thomas Suchek. Okay, um, yeah, good, but but no, I've 
Is that sort of your your middle holding midfielder? Yeah. Yeah, I've gone Declan Rice, just because he's the best player in the entire world. But Suchek's got the goals and he's got the assists and he's got the defensive stats. Okay, so are you saying that statistically Suchek has had a better season than Rice? Not even statistically. I think it's also his first season in the Premier League and to perform like that for that money, I think you add all that he up He has together. got more goals actually, hasn't he? A lot Declan more. Rice. Yeah. yeah. All right, you can have Suchek. Yes. I, personally, I think Rice is a better player, but if we're doing oh, a team of the season... Yeah, yeah I Suchek, agree with that. agree with right. that one. You're right. Uh, give me another one. Uh, De Bruyne. Okay, if we're going City, I've gone Gundogan. See, I, I've got... I think he scored more important goals. I've got him just missed out. It was either between him and Gundogan. And I've also got that defensive midfielder sort of slash Kante as well. I, but I think... Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go. Do you know what? I'll go with Suchek with you. I will. I'll go with Suchek. Final centre midfielder. I'm sorry. It's got to be out. Bruno Fernandez. No, Mason Mount. N- no way. No the reason, way. The reason why is because yes, Fernandez is incredible and was amazing. But look at the players around him and look who Mount had around him. No, hundred percent. I'm, I'm sorry. You've you've got you can't you can't. Bruno Fernandes has got to be in every single Premier League team of the season. He's the third highest goal scorer from midfield. 48 or 49 goals and assists the entire season. There's no way Bruno Fernandes does. I love Mason Mount. We've spoken about this before. But there is no way he gets in ahead of Bruno Fernandes. Partly because I'm believing Fernandes is also the biggest crybaby in the world. But would you take him at Arsenal? No. Yes, you would. I 100% (laughs) would not have him on my (laughs) Arsenal team. I think, that is a, a joke. I think he's one of the most arrogant that crybabies in the world. So you're telling me there's Arsenal players in the midfield that are better than I would Bruno rather, Fernandes? I would rather have a League 2 player in my midfield you than Bruno Fernandes. You are Okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree there. <laughs> and I think everybody listening is... One agree with me. Absolutely not, mate. Bruno Fernandes <laughs> gets in there without question. Without question. Um, Front left three. Wing. Left wing, uh, Son. Um, okay, I've gone Foden. Fedus. Uh, I, I guess has Son got more goals? I think he probably has. Yeah. More goals and assists. Again, if if we're going what it should be, the team of the season, stats-wise, Bruno Fernandes should get in every single person's team. And if we're going stats-wise with Son and Suchek and Walker yeah. and Shaw, you know, I'm going to say it again, Bruno Fernandes should be in your team. And I'll agree with you, stats-wise... Although I think Foden is more exciting. Oh, 100%. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Son has to get into the team stats-wise because you can't argue with stats. Yeah. Um, right wing. This was actually one of the toughest positions because I don't think anyone's massively excelled at right wing. Again, if I you put, go stats-wise, there's only one player. I put Salah. Yeah, I put Salah as well. You yeah. have to. You, it, he simply can't not get into a team like this season. like we said earlier. He, that's a, He's he a victim of his own success. Yeah, yeah. that is the problem. And up top, no question. Obviously, Kelechi Hinacha. Yeah, the man. With... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like Addy Carroll. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the man. Oh, God. most goals, most assists. Oh, Joe I don't Linton. Even know, don't even know. I don't even know. Harry Kane. I mean, Harry come Kane. On. Come simple. On. Simple. 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 Makes me sick. Disgusting. Oh, he's so good, isn't he? Yeah. We, we spoke about a few weeks ago. Like, I'm not sure Harry Kane is the right player for Man United, but. 
God, he is so good. <laughs> is he the right he player? So he's the right good. player for every team. Oh, he's so <laughs> no good. No matter what, yeah. He's so good. So that is our team of the season. We're going to pick a player of the season. Oh, it's so hard. There's two players and it's tough because obviously oh, Harry Kane is just... Oh, those stats are just incredible. And I've seen the other. my other player was Diaz and he's obviously been given a player of the season award already yeah, f- football writers player yeah. of the season I think wasn't he yeah he's come into that squad and replaced company and controlled that defence so well at such a young age oh, for me honestly it's between two decide. players and again it's stats wise you cannot argue with stats like whether oh he looks really good when he plays I don't care if he looks bad but he scores 20 a season yeah it has to be and you can't disagree it has to be between Bruno Fernandes and Harry Kane there's, there is no way it can be between any other players. Well, if we're saying that, if we're going with them two, there, there's no doubt who is gonna, who's got to be. It's Harry Kane. Harry Kane. It's got to be Harry yeah. Kane. Most goals and most and assists. assists. Yeah. It, it's an unbelievable season. Yes, Diaz has been fantastic. Why is Maguire not being spoken about in the same? He's got exactly the same amount of clean. Do you know what I mean? Won the league. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll give <laughs> probably you that. only. That's league. probably one of the only reasons. And why. potentially the Champions League as well. Yeah. yeah. So are we agreed, Harry Kane? Kane. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Be. Isn't it mad? Goals, Twenty-seven it... assists. Yeah, Un- it's crazy that we can give a player of the season to someone in a team that finished seventh. Yeah, but that's how just just how good he is. So we've come to the end of the first episode back on our season two, and uh, how did how did it go, Jack? For you? Yeah, good. Um. It's been good talking about the season in review. It feels like it's been a long season, weird season without the fans, but hopefully the, all the fans will be back next season and uh, we can have a great Series 2 of the podcast. Absolutely. It's all good to be back. Now, you can go back and listen to Season 1 over on Spotify if you search The Football Plug Podcast. And if you head over to our socials on Facebook and Instagram, you can find us by searching at The Football Plug Podcast. Now, I'm going to pass you over to Jack for some very interesting news. So you might have seen uh, last week we did a giveaway of a football jersey. We have teamed up with Jersey Drop, guys at Jersey Drop. Um, and they sorted us out with a little competition where one of our lucky listeners won a random football jersey. And they've been kind enough to give us a discount code so everybody watching and listening can order themselves a random football jersey from their fantastic website, which is in... There's a link in our bio on Instagram, I think, isn't there, Matt? There is indeed. I believe there is. So if you use the code FPP10 at checkout, you'll get 10% off your purchase. So thank you very much to the Jersey Drop. Now we're going to wrap it up there, but join us for Season 2, Episode 2, where we're going to be discussing the England squad, which Southgate would have released by then, and also the results of the two European finals. Jack, we're looking forward to coming back. Looking forward to it a lot, mate. Have a lovely week. See you soon.